0: Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everybody, to the 228th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. We are recording this a little early. A little early. A six days early <laughs> six days early couldn't the six days early contain you probably have the watched excitement game of thrones yet can't talk about i have that. not don't you even think about talking
0: I going to talk about it now. i am just telling everybody else that we're not going to talk about game of thrones because you haven't watched it so the next time anybody even hears our thoughts on episode one episode two will have already been out and episode three would likely be on the on the way uh, that that yeah. evening of recording so my my hopes and dreams of becoming a game of thrones uh podcast are just shattered just like that
1: just well good things good thing that it happened early right (laughs) good thing it happened before it started right this way not too many things are lost is that the right uh sort of thought process to have nothing could be
0: lost if you never if you never even had it so
1: what is dead may never die yeah but kill him anyways wait a minute Oh, hold on. What are you talking about? T- <laughs> <laughs> did I watch it already? Yeah, did you watch it already? <laughs> I might have watched a little bit of it. Oh, I have 15 minutes more to go. Ah, oh, Jesus. All right, but no, all right. But, but, yeah, but for real, got other things we talk can't about talk today. about it. We can't talk about it. There's actually something that I'd, I'd rather talk about. Um, I want to talk about my weekend. Uh, I traveled to the West Coast on Thursday night to run the Ragnar Relay SoCal race. Um, For those of you who don't know what a Ragnar Relay is, it's a team-based relay race, usually spanning uh, a pretty large, or, or rather a long distance. The distance that we were covering this past weekend was from Huntington Beach, Los Angeles, to like San Diego's Downtown Harbor, so the medal says two hundred ish miles. It's about uh hundred and eighty five miles. Is it? And the reason say 200-ish? actually two hundred ish. It says two hundred ish. Yeah.
0: But what you just said is two hundred and eighty.
1: No, it's actually one eighty five. One oh, eighty five. Oh, okay. Okay. I was about to say, uh, don't put two hundred ish if I ran eighty more yeah. miles. Put three hundred ish. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, um, the reason why there's a there's actually a break in the middle of the route per se only because there is camp pendleton which is the marine sort of i think the marine base like their, their headquarters there and you obviously can't run through their base oh yeah so that makes sense. you basically like run to the north of it and then there's a virtual handoff uh south of the base and then you keep going gotcha so um, that- i figured what i would do is just what's that no 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 go, go ahead go ahead. I figured what I would do is just give you the, the, the rundown of the entire weekend. Okay. And what's fun is we got our results back. So I get to tie a nice little bow on this story. Nice. Um so we flew down Thursday night. Uh most of us flew down Thursday night. The race was gonna start uh Friday. We rented uh one of those like long white like sprinter vans. Um I think it's called a Ford. Ford something or other. I don't know. Um and the way they do the start times is the slower teams start earlier, faster teams start later, so that hopefully everyone finishes around the same time. Okay. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, We we got into LAX relatively, like, not late, too late. We got probably landed around 10 p.m., Uh, and then we had to wait for our friends at, at the Avis car rental in order to get both of the vans and dip. And so we honestly didn't get to our Airbnbs until about midnight, and then we ate some food, and then like we had to go to bed. Sheesh. Yeah. Thankfully, the beds were comfortable, and we were able to get enough rest and link up in the morning because our party was actually separated. There was like two Airbnbs, and our start time was going to be one p.m. The earliest start time is four a.m. We were Repeat checking that one more so time. the earliest start time was 4 a.m. Yeah. The last start time was 1 p.m., which was our start time. Okay. So nine-hour difference, right? Now, we knew that because we were also checking the social media handles on Instagram, and when it was around like 8 to like 10.30, the parking lot by Huntington Beach was packed. Things were rocking and rolling, and by the time we got there, it was like a handful of teams that were still there, not too many people um we watched a safety video and then i was like all right get in your vans get your you also had to decorate your van so our team was (laughs) agony of defeat (laughs) and we got to like decorate our vans with our names and like little like funny sayings and so that was a fun little team building thing we then kicked off and this is a sort of like it's gonna get a little bit nitty-gritty i'm trying not to keep it too long but okay Our first runner was in... So I was in van one. There were two vans. Each Our team had 10 people. Now, the team should optimally have 12 people. This way, the relay race has 36 legs. You divide 36 by 12, it's an even number. Because we only had 10 people, some of us had to pick up extra legs. I was one of them. Our friend Nipun, a.k.a. Brown Thunder, a.k.a. the man with the plan who wanted to do this the entire time, so shout out to him for literally organizing all of this. Without him, this race would never have occurred. And then Greg and Pat, uh, they each picked up two legs. And we break up into vans one and two. I'm in van one. And based on how the the race sort of is designed, van one starts immediately. So at 1 p.m., we kicked off. And then we were sort of off to races. Um, Once they crossed the starting line we ran into our van and sort of started to drive right so he's running uh Runeet ran leg one now as a, before the story really gets going i need to let you know i messed up like for the team immediately Jesus. off the bat would you just start right? driving
0: north instead of south
1: well sort of the way it worked <laughs> was, the way it worked was you run leg one right yeah, And then at every exchange point where you hand off, like we had a snap bracelet that acted as a baton, Okay, you have to go to exchange one, right? And then when at exchange one, the runners sort of obviously exchange, and then that runner runs the second leg. And then that means that you have to drive to exchange two. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, I, I didn't understand two. that. I went to exchange <laughs> two. Oh, boy. Because you're and thinking so, of it as like, okay, you know, yeah. we, we
0: started the race that was, you know, leg one. Now I'm going to leg two, but it's actually exchange one, exchange two,
1: which are in between right. one and two and two and three. Right. So Renée had run a 640 pace two miler. Okay. Right. Unfortunately, we weren't there to pick him <laughs> up. <laughs> That's my, you, got, you got to put that on me, Reza. Um. <laughs> this is, you know, that moment when you realize you, you, you messed up. How, how uh, long did it take him
0: to realize that you messed up? Like, how did he, like, stop? He thought that we got into going? an accident.
1: Ah, Jesus. He was like, where are these guys? Because all the other vans were there to pick them up. And because of the 10 minutes that we lost, everyone basically had a 10-minute head start on us. Right, And that's a, that's over a mile to, to have to make up. Yeah, it up. is. And so we finally oh picked him back up and and thankfully there was a race director there and you know we ended up having a conversation with him and how you know we could probably get some time back and he knows it's an anonymous mistake and it's not like we left him but <laughs> you know kind of a tough way to start how long did it take and you to realize like how did, how did you figure out about 5 that minutes you once we got there we were like we like, don't think we're else? in the right place exactly uh, well, we also ran into another team—a bunch of CrossFitters, like these yoked dudes—and they are like, "Yeah, our runner is out there without a phone, and he's lost." And we're like, "Wait, how does he lost so early?" And he goes, "Dude, this is—we're about to run like three. And I go, "No, no, you're not." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah we are." Oof. And I go, "We're all like, oh god, we gotta go back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoops. um So 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 put that on me. Um, we ended up finding him. He was a little perturbed. Uh, just to... which makes a lot <laughs> just is is that am I giving him enough credit when I say he's a little perturbed um that he ran that hard and we uh, left him yeah yeah um so uh what's it called? So that happened and then we uh our buddy Juan one is the co-worker of our friend nitesh who is Renee's cousin. Does that make sense? what made, i just said I, I, th- I think so yes so one you is two, basically two, a, two relationships
0: on this for for the single person. two relationships cousin yeah. co-worker
1: yeah now what had happened was he then started running and he's a fast dude right so he he made up uh some time now i just sent you an image on slack that i need you to reference really quickly all right yes i see it so it's a map right yep so i got picked up at uh The green point on the map, Uh, and it's I was at a high school, Estancia High School, Mm -hmm. and it was at that point where I started to run my first leg, which is an eight and a half mile leg.
0: So can you can you take a second uh, or take a step back for a moment? How long were the first two legs?
1: The first leg was uh, two. I can actually pull this up really quickly. Um, Bear with me. There is an app that Ragnar has, and it uh, keeps track of all of the races. And so I'm just quickly pulling this up. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking up the course right now. The first leg was 2.4 miles, considered easy. Uh, There was only a 7-foot gain and an 11-foot loss. The second one was 3.4 miles, also considered very easy. 164 foot gain 99 foot loss it's just, they're just giving you like the, the the highest and lowest you know right 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 and then mine is eight and a half miles considered very hard mm-hmm. 187 foot gain 207 foot loss so i was i was you know starting to go off first yeah now it's hot right my kickoff time was around 130. uh i want to say the temperature on the ground was around 72 73. Now mind you, we're coming from the East Coast, right? Yeah. So we're used to like low sixties, high fifties, even like low fifties. Right. Where we're comfortable in a tank and shorts. We are I'm not ready yet to run in seventy degree weather. Yeah, I hear you. On and and so this is a road race. So what that means is we're running on not only the road but sidewalk. And you know how hot it gets when the sun is beaten down on that pavement. Yep. You're basically running on something that's baking. Right. <laughs> So what you'll see is I started that green dot in Costa Mesa, mm-hmm. um, curve a little bit up, and then I make that first big left turn onto that main road, right, and then I make that right turn. Now you see how there's like that little bit of yes. a bend? Yes, I do. So this is like at the edge of a neighborhood. Now you're gonna see that one point where there's like that little bit hanging off. Yeah, is that a mistake? That's a mistake. Oof. So let me tell you what happened. <laughs> Jesus said it. Jesus. So so I'm running with the directions print. So Natesh was smart. He laminated instructions for all of us to hold just in case we got lost. Um, this is where I learned a very viable lesson. I ended up running with my phone in my hand. I normally run it in like a like a pouch that's got like a sort of a, a belt clip around my waist. Okay. Cuz when I'm running in Central Park, I know exactly where I'm going. I can't get lost. I'm intimately aware of the route here I'm not aware of the route what I should have done is had the Ragnar app open because they have not only my leg highlighted in a very specific color but it's got the Google Maps API so it just shows exactly where you are and if I just followed that yeah I wouldn't have made that mistake I see now now this is an eight and a half mile leg that I said right so when I made that mistake it said there was a there was a and they Ragnar had these signs These placards on the road, like, hey, go straight, turn left, turn right, all that stuff. The placard at that point said, stay on the trail. So we had just been running on sidewalk pavement, right? Right. And mind you, again, we're starting late, again, because of my mistake. And so we're at the very back. So there's no runners around us, Right. right? And so I'm out here by myself. And I'm very unclear as to where I need to be. So I just made the turn. I was like, that's a gravel road that's the trail, yeah, right so what I didn't realize is that's a business that's an outdoor like greenhouse greenery based business there's Ooh. there's like there's like uh greenhouses everywhere people are planting flowers and all that stuff and I'm running around I'm like I don't think this is right, but I'll let me just go try with it, it. <laughs> I'm gonna go with it for a little bit
0: yeah maybe they want you to get some nice uh views while you're running, yeah
1: I basically ran. An extra mile there. Really? So it's a half mile there and a half wow. mile back. Okay. Because you see where, you see at that very end, it says the sand, you know, that, that blue line that it's like uh, rubbing up against? Yeah. That's the Santa Ana River. There's a water filtration plant there. So it's like 10 foot high, chain link fence. I'm like, I goofed. Oh, so wow. I turn around, I pull my phone out, and I'm trying to like look at the app while I'm still running, and then I, I turn back on the road. I should have known because at that point, it was a straight shot all the way up to Fountain Valley and the Mile Square Regional Park. Yeah. Right? Um, But uh, so that's a long slog. And there's like two major hills. One of the hills is over the 405. Um, and then once I get to Mile Square, my buddies were there at the turn. So not the first turn, but like the one where we were like outlining the first corner. Right. Uh, they were there, and unfortunately, I had to stop at a, uh, a red light, and they are very particular about you respecting uh, traffic patterns or traffic laws. Yeah. That you're like not allowed to just like cross a red light, you, and they're saying that— helpers. Right. Well, they're also saying that, um, as uh, other teams can do, they can snitch on you and say, like, mm. if you're actually uh, breaking traffic patterns— you get a couple of warnings. like Basically, there's like a race command text line that you can hit. It's like a catch-all, right? If you're lost, if you need help, uh, FAQs, but also if you want to snitch on other teams. So you could be like, you know, runner on team 207, uh, dangerously crossing four lanes of traffic, not looking, <laughs> cause a four-car pileup, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, so I, and they say that, like, if it's three strikes, you're out. But you can also get instant DQ'd, if you do something like super illegal or something right so like if you catch me riding on the back of a van yeah yeah yeah. in my leg that's an instant dq so we were like this is like the beginning right we're like about an hour and a half in not even and we're just like you know what let's not really mess with it there's no one around but these are like massive intersections like four lanes everywhere and the lights dude these lights are upwards of three minutes you're just standing there yeah. I'm Dude, just jogging in I was place. Say,
0: are you jogging in place just to stay warm? You yeah, just absolutely. There, just get, if I worse. stop,
1: it's it's over. So then I uh and then I booked it all the way to the end and I ended up running nine point three eight miles at an eight twenty four pace. Um, which is not that bad. I sort of told the team I was gonna try and aim for eight thirty. Yeah. Um and then, you know, I handed it off. Uh the first uh each van is in charge of six legs at a time. So van one, which I'm in, ran the first six. This is the third leg. Three more legs to go. What's unfortunate is that van two doesn't get to start until like 5 p.m. So imagine sitting on all of that adrenaline and not having an outlet for it. Right. right? And so we met up with them at exchange six. Every six exchanges is a big exchange where the van sort of, you know, uh, it's like a van switchover, and then th- that's when it was started to get uh sunset and so at that point we drove ahead and then we let them take on the next view and they said it was really tough because it was really hilly now we're used to running on hills in new york but these are like like this is california mountains right yeah, yeah. so it, when you're in a car it doesn't really feel like a hill. You know, it's not like some San Francisco hills, although those hills came way later in the course. Really? Um, yeah. We're talking like Lombard Street wow, type of gains, yeah. Um, but uh, overall, like, we were fine, and then we, you know, I, I got us to 12B, which is like the virtual handoff, because, you know, in the middle, there's Camp Pendleton, the Marine Base that you're obviously not allowed to run through, and so I found us a nice Italian spot that was like a really quick pasta dinner um and then once we got word that they were done then because they're about like i want to say like 50 miles away or something that uh we were then able to just like uh virtually start ours you know what was unfortunate was we're trying to like get a gauge of everyone's times and we have uh a laptop slash ipad in each of the vans doing live projection updates (laughs) so we know what time you started. What time you're aiming for, just so we can virtually get a sense of how much time each van has. A, not only to get to the next leg to pick you up and drop off to the, the next runner, but B, for the other van to sort of understand, like, all right, we still have about four hours, two hours, yada, yada. But we dropped the ball on this one because I guess we just either did the math wrong or didn't get the right thing, or even our, you know, our buddy Jason just ran way faster. So when we got word that he was done, we were so our runner was still sitting in the van. He should have been at the start. Yeah. You know, so we lost a a couple seconds there. Um, And then, you know, this is nighttime now. So we probably started around, like, 930, and it's finally starting to cool off. And, dude, it's cold in California at night right now. It feels like New York standard weather, you know? People are, like, in hoodies and sweatpants. And, mind you, we're all in, like, tanks and shorts and all that stuff. Right. um, I ended up putting on a long sleeve because I knew my uh, my legs were gonna start at ten forty five and eleven thirty because I was doing I was doing two back to backs. I'm glad you had some some. Sleeves. Yeah, well, I, I I made sure to to pack it just so we had it. Yeah. Um. So uh, each runner, like I was runner number three in a sense, and so I was always after the same person, and I always handed it off to the same person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, like it, there wasn't any like deviation from that. Uh, so what I'm what I'm trying to do right now is I'm actually trying to send you the uh, the next leg. But like I said, I was in charge of two legs here, which right. adds up to 8 miles. But uh individually wow. the first one I think was like 3.7 and the next one was 4.4. 4. So just give me one second to pull your name up. Okay. All right, I'm sharing it with you now. And
0: how does that transition work? Do you have to do anything? You just kind of blow right through.
1: I just blow right through. Okay. Um, unless there's a runner on deck, they sort of they sort of know that like I'm I'm the next runner. So do you have it pulled up? I do. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you'll see that it's in the grassy area. It's basically a little park, like a state park or something. Um, so the first one and a half miles that you see, if you zoom in, that's yep. all trail running. So thankfully. There is no lights or anything to like, pro- like stop my progress. Now, there's a very important concept in Ragnar that I'll bring up now. It's the notion of a kill. A kill is when you run past somebody.
0: Okay, I was you, really curious not about kill. this. When I saw you say something about kills on Instagram, I was like, what the hell is he talking yeah. about kill? Yeah. Okay.
1: So a kill is when you run past another team. And everyone's van is marked up with, like, you know, hatch marks of how many kills you've gotten. Um, so up until this point, we only had about 15 total kills, which means that we're starting to catch up, you know, when I was done my first leg of eight and a half miles, I was basically, if I didn't get lost, I would have gotten my first kill there because we were catching up to other people. Uh, when I handed off to my friend, Greg, he got two kills immediately because he did his eight miles or seven miles. It's a seven or even 11. I forget, but he did it in uh like sub seven minute pace how how, sorry quick question how do you record kills like is it is it based off of honor system okay it's honor system but also you end up knowing because when you pick up your driver your rider or runner before the other vans leave yeah you know
0: that so it's not like you can't pass each other on the um mid leg and count and record like two like i can't pass you two times because you passed me after i passed you
1: right like okay. it, it basically it's like plus one then minus one Yeah, you know okay. like it just it, it yeah, zeroes okay. out gotcha. and i'm really glad you bring that up because when i picked up my run here some dude behind me passed me almost immediately i was like all right so he killed me Yeah, right so i'm technically at negative one right right and then i just followed him so you'll see that first like mile and a half when still all in the green and that little turn in right that's a little neighborhood oh, so okay. the idea is you come down into the neighborhood you make that first left and then you out do that m- big outline on the right side of the square mm-hmm. and then instead of like looping the full square before you uh, before you uh, hit the bottom outline of the square you turn out does that make sense I think so yeah okay so it's not a full box right like you yeah. come in at the top left corner of a box you do the top side of the box the right side of the box. And then about 10% into the bottom half or bottom part of the box. Yeah. You then take two lefts and you're out. Okay. Okay. You see, I ran a full box. Yes. Means I got lost. So what <laughs> happened was <laughs> the, the the sign got knocked down uh, on the road. no. So it was like, I don't know if it was tomfoolery, but the sign got knocked down. So I'm following the guy who followed me and he's following two guys in front of him so we did a full loop before he turned around i was like oh my god this guy's gonna beat me up and he goes dude are you following me And i go yeah where are we going he goes dude we're lost we've done a big loop i I gotta be be kidding me man like every extra bit is like just wasted uh time and energy you know right and so i ended up pulling it on my phone and then i saw that he there's like more people now joining in on it on us at this part, but because I had my phone out, I just dipped early, and because he was ahead of me, I was going to yell out like, "Hey, you're going the wrong way." Yeah, you know, I just I did my thing. Yeah. Funny enough, as uh as we left, as I leave that square and cross the San Luis Rey River and make a right, um, along that like long sort of like curved road, yep. about eighty percent to the curved road, he caught up to me and killed me, dude. <sighs> And then that little like knob yep. over the green, that's where the legs ended for the first one. And then I started the second one. Oh, okay. So he stopped running and then his friend started. And she was a way slower than he was. And then so I picked it up. Now this part from that little knob to the checkered line, that is all uphill. And we're not talking easy uphill. Like That's the, the, brutal
0: for the end of that what eight mile yeah. stretch. So that but I guess that at this point probably like road that I'm miles. running on. Yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah. It's about uh four point seven. So it's like undulating hills. So like you know way super long uphill by gradual, uh downhill and uphill and then downhill. But like once I make that hard left into what ends up being like a neighborhood, mm-hmm. dude. That is that is some ridiculous gain on uh on the elevation and i'm gonna see if i can really quickly pull it up so i ran legs three and 15 16 um yeah they said that it's easy uh they're lying (laughs) because it was a 564 foot gain wow and then a 410 foot drop yeah so i basically ran 4.8 miles first and then 3.9 miles and then so i finished uh with eight kills on that run alone wow because there's a lot of uh, we're trying to catch up to a team that started before us
0: i mean and I, these I, are like it's just I, I feel like that goes to show you either those those runners weren't very good or you're just pretty sick with the uh with hills
1: yeah so it's definitely a combination i wouldn't say they're not good i'm just i, w- I would say that yeah i don't want to
0: say good like that's a bad yeah. phrase I, I guess i just mean that they're not at your level right like i you think would 85 corral if you were running if you were running right uh Right, a normal race. I also
1: think that eighty-five and ninety percent of the teams out here are doing it for fun. Yeah, like it's a hell of a story. Yeah, you know, um like if you, me, and like Elena, and like we joined a team to do it, it's a, it's just a hell of a story to tell. That like, oh, you remember we did that Ragnar race? You know, um I think that's a lot, what a lot of people are doing. right um I think a small, a much smaller contingent of teams are out here doing it super seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, we just so happen to be one of those teams. And we're doing it seriously because we have so many runners on the team who are active runners. Yeah, it makes sense. Right. Uh, so I got eight kills. And that, at that point, that was the most amount of kills done by one person. So we're starting to catch up with a lot of other te- other teams. This is where the, the hard part of the race for me comes in. And that is I've run my two legs or my three legs in a sense. And now my next run doesn't happen until like six o'clock in the morning. Oof. So we not only have to drive about forty minutes to get to like the main exchange point where we pick up again, but we also have to factor in some sleep. We gotta factor in people wanting to change, factor in a CBS run. Like there's a lot of things going on. Now mind you, we're in a sprinter van, it's not comfortable. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. five rows of seats, but the seatbelt buckles are like rigid. And they protrude out of the seat so you can't even like push them into the seat and get comfortable yeah and so like we're just like we're five smelly dudes who've been running all day no shower i did bring baby wipes so carolyn gave me face wipes and we bought extra baby wipes nice call so, but like you like wiping down with baby wipes does not no. make you clean no it
0: doesn't it's nice but it definitely doesn't make you clean right still gonna be stinking up the place
1: exactly yeah i bet when they got that
0: rental car back they
1: were like what the what yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and uh i mean point of contention was that whenever greg came in he was super sweaty and he wouldn't wipe down or change before he sat in the seat so one of the seats was perennially just wet because of his sweat (laughs) and so it ended up being like that was his seat and it smelled really bad but it is what it is um I will say overall that I was blessed with no bowel issues, like no diarrhea, no nothing. The good news is though that like there were porta potties there was like maybe eight, at least 10 porta potties at every stop. And at the major exchanges, there was like 20 or 30 porta potties. So there was never a risk of like not knowing where you had to go. There was the small risk of like having to go in the middle of a run. Like this is a night run in suburban neighborhoods. There are no bathrooms for you. So you would either have to find a gas station along your route or like shit in the woods. You know, like it's not a good look either way you, either way you do it because it just extends your leg time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One of my coworkers ran it and he said that on one run a girl on her on his team had really had to go to the bathroom, ending up running into a holiday inn to use the bathroom and extended her leg by a full hour. Wow. That's killer. An hour? You know I mean? Yeah wow it's just, it's really bad mm-hmm. it, it, it's bad if you're going for time yeah you know i feel like she must have felt really good that she was able to to find that bathroom <laughs> yeah. but i'm just saying that I, i've got really lucky that it wasn't an issue for me
0: yeah definitely
1: but like my wanted tesh who had done this exact race the year before with some co-workers who weren't as serious were like i kept calling them professionals because a they're both super fast super fast both of them and b they knew what to do they're like you need to sleep right now like the hardest thing is going to be to maintain your adrenaline levels you're going to crash you need to sleep because if you don't sleep you're not going to be able to run the third leg anywhere close to the efficiency level that you need needed to you know yeah and so they got two hours of sleep but i just couldn't get comfortable anywhere um, and so that was a really tough thing for me. I was, I, I was driving the van at that point. And when I got to the parking spot, like I was like basically sitting in the driver's seat, tilted back a little bit, trying to get sleep, which that just
0: sounds tough, man. I can, I understand. You know what I mean? That's like, not even comfortable sleep. Even if you were getting a solid eight hours in that, that,
1: that wouldn't feel the same as sleeping in a bed. Exactly. Exactly. So it just, it's not quality sleep at all. But this is where the grit comes in, you know? Right. And I think we what we found out about ourselves and each other was how much grit we have in ourselves to, to push through. You know, a lot of us were asked to run a longer miles. A lot of us were asked to run short but really tough miles on, like like, stupid hills. 1,000-foot gain, 900-foot gain. That's not easy with the sun beating down on you. Yeah. You know? And the boogeyman in our so our team because we're comprised of so many runners who have run marathons who take running pretty seriously our experience overall was much different than your average team average team when you hear them do the uh, the exchange They're high fiving and they're like, oh, you did such a good job. Congrats on finishing. What was your time? And whatever. And the time honestly was immaterial, right? Right. It would just be like, oh, you know, I heard stuff like 15 minute miles, 12 minute miles. Like, oh, good job. I can't believe you finished. You know, amazing. For us, it'd be like, what was your time? Get in the van, (laughs) you know? And if anyone came back with a time longer than nine, you felt like you let the group down. Because you knew that there were nine other people waiting on the group text to figure out, like, all right, you know, because the group text was constantly going. So, all right, we just picked him up and, you know, uh, Juan got back at 9.05. Sandy's gone off at 9.05. Juan's time was this. Sandy said he expected to do this. And so nine people are very invested in what you're about to output. Yeah. You know, and there's a disappointment there that you're trying to avoid. And it's very real. Because you don't want to be the guy that drops the ball. So, you know, taking that into account, I just sent you the, my final leg. This yeah. is a 6 a.m. leg. Very straightforward three-mile run. Um, And so this was just starting uh, off to the side of a little park. And then I don't, I know you keep, really can't see it where the green is because it's hiding a little like a fish hook. But I hook onto the 101. And you're just running along the 101 until you cross into Moonlight State Beach. I might have gotten, 20. I think I got 27 kills on this run. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Holy um, smokes. So uh, people before me, like somebody said he got the fifth. like Juan said he got the 50 kills uh, and then lost count. Wow. Um, yeah. And so because there are 600 plus teams, Reza, doing this. I think it gives you a sense of like how many runners are out there yeah and as we start to pick up from the very back it's like you then start to realize like how many people are actually there um my you know how i told you like i'm always handing off to greg right so this leg is i think leg uh i'm trying to see really quickly i think this was leg 27 and then after this he had uh 11 miles to do a three point six mile run and a seven point three mile run. Now the seven point three mile run was really tough because it had one of those Lombard esque or Lombard Street esque gains where he said he had to walk because it was impossible for him to run up the hill yeah. at that elevation for that long. He goes he goes up dude, I've I've put the treadmills up to fifteen before to run on that. And right. this was way more intense than that. You wanna know how many kills he got in eleven miles?
0: How many? 146. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just pa- he just passed uh, a sixth of the field out there.
1: Yeah. He ran so fast that when he handed it over, dude, his chest was covered in little black dots. And it was because it, uh, it was uh, bugs that flew <laughs> into him and died. <laughs> no joke. Wow. That's how fast he was running. It's unreal. Yeah. Um. And so we finished our leg first. Because of how the van structure works. And so the final six legs are van two. So we ended up driving to you know the harbor in San Diego. We parked the car, we cleaned the car out, we just waited. And we ended up waiting, I think, another like two and a half to three hours for them to finish. Wow. We got there at 10:30. We went to like the finishing area. We were able to get a taco. People got a beer. Uh, we got some massages well uh, I checked out the the merch the merch wasn't that good um but like my buddies who were in my van who all got a beer halfway through their beer they're all like taking a nap they're so passed out because there's no sleep even running this long makes sense that like you know a solo beer would knock you out right yeah and then once the, our team showed up we timed it so that we joined him in the final like 50 meter run and we all crossed the finish line together because we saw other teams doing that we didn't know how how people were doing it. some people cross the finish line by themselves um but we were like oh we liked it when the team crossed as a whole that's cool and so i think my instagram story captured that i don't know if you saw that i feel like i did yeah i i I was basically taking other people's stories and just like you know copying it onto my story i see but uh but yeah that was the entire run it was not easy uh the running itself was the easiest part the hardest part was like obviously navigating not getting lost hydrating i didn't hydrate at all i mean not hydrate at all i didn't hydrate well you know a lot of times i felt like i was way thirstier than i should have been um what else getting enough sleep these are all like hard lessons that you gotta learn right so we got the results today and i'm gonna quickly pull it up so there uh let's see it looks like uh there's a couple of different um categories right there's a corporate one uh there is uh one for just crossfit people there's one for high school people there's one for masters which i don't know what masters means potentially Uh, older
0: people that's what that's how crossfit games classifies people who are like over 55 or something
1: oh masters yeah oh maybe because they're they're calling themselves a cold 45 social club i wonder what that means Mm. um there's one for military and public service and there's one for open and i think there's like yeah there's 390 teams classified under open um under i think of those 390 uh 272 were mixed uh teams so men and women um there were men only teams, women only teams. Uh, and there's this thing called, there's a concept called ultra. So ultra means you ran the Ragnar Relay with only six people. Jesus. Which means that you're, if you divide 185 by six, that's 30 plus miles for each person, right? So that's over, a, that's a marathon plus four miles. That's no joke. So whenever you saw an ultra van, there was, like, a little bit of extra respect that you gave them. And, dude, the ultra vans were, like, all over the place in terms of, like, um, age, you know, gender composition and all that. So it was, like, it was really cool to see, like, you know, old people, young people um, all doing ultras. It was incredible. Yeah. Uh, And I think it's a point of pride if you're an ultra team because all their vans, like, really called out the fact that they were ultras. Um, so I'm going to go into the Open Which I think is like the general We'll call it the general admission Of, uh, of Ragnar Because like under corporate There's 58 corporate teams There were 16 CrossFit teams 5 high school teams 38 masters teams 22 military slash public service And then uh, overall Which is the Open, right? Yeah. Now the winning time for a corporate team Was 25 hours and 39 minutes uh, winning team a uh, winning time for CrossFit overall was twenty-five hours fifteen minutes. So a little over an hour and fifteen over a day. Yeah. High school was twenty-five twenty-three. Uh the masters overall was twenty-one forty four. Whoa. So now we're in uh the public service was twenty-four twenty nine and now I'm gonna click on overall for open, which is where we are. So we're talking all of the teams doesn't matter what category they're in, if it's mixed, women, men, ultra, whatever. You know what place we came in? I don't even, I'm not even gonna guess what. Fifth, really? Holy Week, smokes! Team 207, we came in fifth. Our finish time was 24 hours and 59 minutes. What were the four ahead of you? 24 42. So if I didn't get lost on my runs and I didn't get us lost at all, we'd be fourth place. Okay. There's a shot at beating this team called the Super Bettys. They were like these, uh, these twelve group of twelve girls in like blue tank tops with like the the Superman symbol on their chest. Except instead of an S, it was a B, and like red shorts. I think that was like their uniform, or whatever. But they were super fast. They beat our first runner who ran it at six forty, and they were off. They did it in twenty three thirty. Wow. And then the number one overall team. The Senate, they called it, Uh, they ran it in 23 hours and two seconds. So we were behind by a little under two hours, um, which means that I think their average pace was 7.05 for the winning team. Wow. Yeah, 7.02 a mile.
0: That's that's stupid fast.
1: Yeah, and we are, I think he said that somebody sorted it, by everyone on Excel and we are 7th overall across all teams. So it doesn't nice. matter, you know, whatever you did. Dude, 7th overall? That's insane. Out of 600 teams? Out of 600 teams, we were 7th. Very exciting, dude. Congratulations, dude. That's awesome. Thank you. It makes That's really me cool. It makes me want to do this again. You know. Like it's it's hard to it's hard knowing what shape we were all in and knowing that the shape that we were in, we placed this well, not to want to do it again.
0: So what would you do differently to improve next year? Oh, lift. Okay.
1: Core strength. Um, All, all the stuff. There's like this, honestly, I was talking to a friend earlier that like, this race result, out of all the race results, genuinely reinstills a love for running again. Like all of the, all of the nonsense that Ragnar throws at you, it it really became a bonding experience. With, like through all the grit, you know, it's not every day that nine other people can say that you know they they ran as far as you in the heat, in the middle of the night, no shower, pushing like being super ultra uh aggressive with each other and uh it's it's amazing, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, we're pretty, we're thinking about awesome. doing it again, but I think if we if we wanted to, we're saying that we need 12 people cuz we did it with 10. We came in 7th overall with two less people. Yeah. Yeah, or f- uh, this says fifth overall in our uh, like uh, open division, but seventh overall period. So, do you have any
0: idea how many people were on the other teams that were ahead of you in your division? Um,
1: they all um, have well 12? the super betties had the super betties. They had twelve girls. Okay, and it honestly makes a difference to have s- like two sets of fresh legs. Yeah, of course. Because now one of the things that we learned was there is this leg, the f- second to last leg. It's called the reebok leg, right um, and it's very hard. it's uh, 500 it's 9.3 miles, 535 foot gain, 599 foot loss. The strategy the standing strategy for the reebok leg is to have your best runner fly through it. And so uh, we had the guy Napoon who like organized all of it and took it upon himself to take the hardest leg. Uh, which hats off to him for doing it because he got hurt in the middle of the run on an earlier leg and he gutted through it he finished the run on like not at 100 percent. so that's that's grit and that's heart and that's something that you know we 100 percent appreciate pushing it through that level of pain you know what i mean
0: how did he hurt himself
1: um like an i think it was just a i don't think it was an ankle twist i think it was just knee issues Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh and so I think that was just really tough for uh uh it was just tough, you know. I think if we had a full complement of 12 people, we would have put the slower people comparatively on the shorter legs and the faster people on longer legs just to bring the average time down. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh heck of a race, dude. A lot of fun. Uh, I also got to spend a, an extra day in San Diego afterward I went to the old neighborhood I saw my the apartment I grew up in I walked around the park that I used to spend a lot of time in I saw my old elementary school um, and so it was uh, it was actually an incredible experience. To, I, awesome. I also i also got to do that by myself it felt a little weird like asking friends to come and see because obviously the impact isn't the same like like it's like if you and i if i took you to like my old apartment building it's like obviously not going to hit you the same way it hits me
0: uh, of course yeah right. i did that same i did the same thing to Lena. uh um, yeah earlier this year
1: or about a year ago actually now um in maryland the town that i grew up in right So it means a lot to you. There's nostalgia there. There's like this ability to see tangibly where you come from and where you are now. Um, But I'm very excited. I'm very proud of everyone on the team. Um, And I think there's a lot of enthusiasm to want to do this again.
0: Yeah, I mean, it literally sounds uh, amazing, to be honest, Um, to to have that event to be able to look forward to and and know what you you could do to improve certainly knowing that you know if you're able to eliminate those types of mistakes like logistical or like course mistakes you can improve that way but also you know realistically being like okay i want to run this i know it like you know these are the types of things that are going to be on this course even if it's not the same one um but this is how i can make myself better that'd be cool
1: absolutely um so that's really. Uh, I just wanted to really quickly call that out while uh, while it's still sort of fresh, but uh, very excited about our experience and very excited about uh, what we were really able to accomplish as a team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's all I have, honestly.
0: Okay. Yeah, sounds good. All right, great. We'll uh, call it wraps here then?
1: Yeah, let's do that. All right. I'm Russell. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week.